Patriots Monday and Friday. 93.7 WEIFM and HD1 Lawrence, Boston. live on the free Odyssey app. This hour of the Rich Keefe Show is brought to you by FindMassMoney.gov. The Rich Keefe Show here on WEI. Andy Hart is here. So we take it until 10 o'clock on this Tuesday night. A lot of Patriots news out there as Malik Cunningham has been cut. He was the lone backup quarterback two weeks ago. Played three snaps. Oh, no. Played more than three snaps, but took a few uh, snaps. Six, I believe. Yeah, six snaps. Was it two at quarterback and then four at receiver? Either way, he played. Then the next week, he was still on the active roster, but then was inactive for the game and now cut. And we'll see if anybody claims him off of waivers. The team also uh, waived Trey Flowers as they prepare for Sunday's game against the Miami Dolphins. So the quarterback debacle has been really uh, 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 eyebrow raising throughout the year. A lot of different names at it. Nobody they have any kind of confidence in. And so Mac Jones, despite how he's played for most of the season, he's got to be one of the more secure guys in the league just based on, like, what else they have around him. Absolutely. I mean, you believe they hate Bailey Zappi, correct? I'm pretty convinced they hate Bailey Zappi. Okay, so he has a backup with marginal at best talent who you believe the team hates. Correct. Um, And that's about – and then you have this mythical creature – that's called Will Greer. I don't know if we'll ever see him. Yeah, he's a cryptid. We may he's, never see him. Yeah, Thunderbird, whatever your choice is. <laughs> you can find him in the Bridgewater Triangle, actually. Oh, there's a Will Greer. Yeah, let's go uh, Bridgewater Triangle, because I believe that's been expanded to Pawtucket, Boston, and my hometown of Dartmouth. Oh, yeah. At least that's what I heard. So Foxborough might be in there. So, yeah, we have Will sure. Greer, the Thunderbird. <laughs> that beard. He poops his pants occasionally running on the field. If you saw that clip a couple wow. weeks ago where he had a load in his pants by the looks of it. Ah, um, that's not great. I mean, it looked like it looked. But, yes, they they are a mess except for the oh, one part oh. of their QB depth chart that's not a mess. Yeah, what's that? Well, the most recent game from Mac Jones. Oh, right. 25 of 30, 272, two touchdowns, a comeback baby. He had swagger. Mm-hmm. He had teammates coming up to him and congratulating him during his interview with, uh, what's his name, Ken from Ken and Barbie on the field there. Like, yeah. the whole thing. And so, so we may say it's a bit of a poop show or a mess. Yeah. But I dare say, oh, wait, this isn't 9 o'clock, is it? No, not yet. I'll, I'll save that. Save, oh, yeah, positive o'clock. Patriots every Tuesday at 9. This week's going to be a lot easier than the previous week. Yeah. We could do the whole show positive. Could have been. I mean, no, I do honestly to just to reset that aspect for right. a second. Yeah, yeah. Um, like this was a big win. This was a good win. This was a win. This was not yeah. not to like give away all the grades on the Six Rings podcast, but there were a lot of high grades for coaching and offense and defense and quarterback and all those things. Like, you should be happy about that win. Now, I don't know if it means anything. It may be aberrational at best. It may be. Yeah, yeah. You go to Miami and Tyreek Hill is throwing the deuces up at you three oh, different times. Quite possible, but for the one-off, you're right. Like, what's not to like about good the win. game? They played well. Like, they and I don't. They no started the game. No, I'm no. not going to say Josh Allen had a shoulder injury, and then maybe that's why he was missing open receivers throughout much of the game. <laughs> and the Bills are a mess right now. Oh, they absolutely are. And then he, he misses Diggs a number of times, and then the one time he hits Diggs in the chest. 
uh, Diggs drops it, which right. would have given them an opportunity to try to throw their own ball into the end zone. But, no, nope, we're not doing any of that. You got a good win. Your offensive line was solidified. You had a number one receiver in Kendrick Bourne. You had a franchise quarterback, at least for a day, in front of your home crowd. Mm-hmm. Put the mm-hmm. paper bags away. We're back. Football is back in Foxborough for one Sunday. Bills are eight-and-a-half-point favorites Thursday night against the Bucks. My early lean would be the Bucks. Really? Yeah. My early lean would be the Bills. You think they snap out of it? They've been rough the last three weeks. Yeah, but they're good. They have talent. I don't know but- how much talent they have. I, Josh Allen's inc- I still think Josh, Josh Allen's, Allen's great. I know he turns yeah. it over a little bit. No, Josh Allen and Steph Diggs are great. Yeah. At Oliver. You need? No, I mean, well, apparently not enough to beat the Jaguars or beat the Floyd. Patriots. And now the, they've lost guys on defense. Like no, I know. That, that's what I'm Milano. saying. Yeah. Like, there's definitely um, an adjustment period. And I, I'm they're coaching. Wish- their coaching's ca- uh, catching up to him, too. Yeah, wishy-washy on McDermott, I am. Like, yep. over the years, I was like, he stinks, he's done. We ranked and him then- too high in our coach tiers last week. How high do we have him? I think he was in pretty good. Oh, he's pretty good. Eh. No, but there was he was with some other guys that were better than him. He was just, he was with the wrong company. He should be lower. Okay. And Ken Dorsey is a big drop-off. You know, so Ken Dorsey, although the Chiefs played well this week, but I, I think... Like, can't Dorsey. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, the Brian Dayball to Ken Dorsey drop-off was like early season uh, Eric Bieniemy to Matt Nagy. Like, the Chiefs didn't look right for the first five games. Now yeah. they snapped out of it against the Chargers on Sunday. But for a while, you're like, oh, man, maybe their offensive coordinator is the, is the problem. But we see, I do think it's funny... We all have these areas where we're, is it the coaching for certain teams? Yep. It's the quarterback. It's the offensive line is a new one. I feel like every game I watch that's like a non-Patriots game, yeah. one of the two teams, the the color commentators talking about, and they're really banged up on the line. This is their third <laughs> offensive line. Oh, my right God. There. How about when Romo was doing the Raiders game, and he was basically pointing and laughing at the guards. He's like, it's always yeah. something with these guys. Oh, look at this. He tripped them. Oh, now he's holding them. Oh, just misses Ole. Like, there, there's a lot of bad O lines in the NFL, That's- and and I said this to Fitzy. Isn't it a little ironic that in America, I'm pretty sure we're the most obese country on the planet. Well, I would hope so. Find five fat guys to play for every team. <laughs> Apparently not. Apparently, Crazy. you just you just can't do it. All right, let's go back to the phones. Uh, Paul is in Dartmouth. He's up next. What's going on, Paul? What's up, boys? Um, I didn't get a chance to call in on Friday night. Before I make my point. Um, my son played in the uh, P. Bruins uh, scrimmage game, so I didn't get a chance to call you, Keith. Very nice. Wanted to warn you. Yeah. Please do not waste your time watching the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. I made the mistake of doing that a couple weeks ago. What an absolute abomination! Wait, from like two years I know ago? You ins- that one? Yes, I guess it's oh. the one with like the the town and the bus. Oh, you know oh what? I didn't God. hate it. I didn't think it was great, but I didn't mind it. I oh, watched I it. Hate you hated it? Oh, oh my all right, Lord. Okay. all right, all right. I thought when it was they fine. pull out the camera Nine when he's on the bus, that yeah, I will yeah. never get back. All right, fair enough. The all right, the one was was amazing. But yeah, yeah, anyways, yeah. Moving on. Um, yeah, I, I I can't believe I'm saying this on air, but I think Jermaine Wiggins is right. <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think. Kraft is going to allow Belichick to leave the way Brady left and go win somewhere else. I, I, I was calling for his head a couple weeks ago, and this is just a clear indication that Kraft is just not going to let him go. It's possible, Paul. Thanks for the call. 
heart if so you'd rather lose with him than I know. See, I don't know if you Kraft's move on and that. he moves on and maybe both of you succeed. No, like he may not push him all the way out the door, but if Bill's like I got to do both or or you got to let me go then that I think he would push comes to shove, he'd probably let him go, wouldn't he? I would if he thinks he can succeed, if he thinks the Patriots can be better without Bill Belichick, regardless of what Bill Belichick does, don't you have to do it? Yeah, I think so. You're going to keep him around just so he can't go have success elsewhere? So do you think Bill Belichick, this is a two-part question, classic interview style, two-part okay. question. First, Thanks, John Dennis. First question. I'm going to explain it to everybody involved. First question, does Bill Belichick catch Don Shula and pass, pass his uh, wins record? All right, there is no use for a follow-up because the follow-up would have been, if you said yes, I was just going to say, does he do it here? Like, is there any chance that he sets that record somewhere else? Like, so to Paul's point, he doesn't want him to have success anywhere else. I don't think it just means Super Bowl. Like, it might also mean that moment in time where they're like, oh, now the winningest coach of all time, and he's wearing, like, a Bears hat or a Bears visor. Yeah. Nope. Let me ask you a question since you wasted your two-parter with only a (laughs) one-part. Son of a bitch. Um, do you believe Bill Belichick will be the head coach of the Patriots next September? No. I don't either. I don't because I think, not that they're going to lose 34 nothing all the time, but I think there's going to be more games like that the rest of the way, more losses, let's just call it for lack of a better word, than there oh, are. Good. I'm glad you said that because uh, your buddy Fitzgerald. Yeah, Fitzgibbons. Yep that there would be no more 14-point or more losses for the Patriots this season. Oh, I... So I just need one. I took the over. We set the line at a half. Wait, what? Really? Yep. They play Kansas uh, City. You know, I know. He (laughs) owes me a lunch of any kind that I want if they have even a single loss of that. There's too many games. That's outrageous to to bet for Fitzy. That's That's what I thought, but he was willing. (laughs) There's too many games. I mean, I think, you know... 6-11 6-11 and 11 is just very, very much on the I table. I think at Buffalo, Josh Allen will be looking to embarrass be, the Patriots. He could be pissed. Yeah. He might be pissed. Now, he might have been pissed the other day and couldn't do anything about Didn't it. Didn't matter. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely Bum true. Shoulder. All right, let's go to JP up in New Hampshire. What's going on, JP? Hey, good evening, guys. Good evening. Um, hey, two quick points. One of them is actually a positive, so I don't want to steal the 9 o'clock thing, but um, <laughs> two, two, things I, two things I just want to – to share with you guys and really get your thoughts on it. But from a positive, uh, Ezekiel Elliott's play this year, I think he's been such a good complimentary back, and, you know, he adds to that mix. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on that. And the second point, and then I'll hang up, is I, I think we are past ball security with Bill Belichick and his rule that you sit out. I mean, McCaffrey last night fumbles, whatever, he's back in. All these other teams, you see it, it happens. He's a, he's a statistical guy. He knows numbers. He knows stats. Taking a guy out of a game because of, of a mistake that many times isn't even that player's fault, I just I find it to be detrimental to the team when he, t- when he says he's trying to do the best for the team. So I want to get your thoughts on that. I think that's old school. I think we're done with it. I think people are upset with it. Um, I just want to get your thoughts, guys. Have well, a great night. Yeah, thanks for the call, JP. I would say it's funny you bring up Ezekiel Elliott in the same question about the fumbling because Ezekiel Elliott fumbled earlier in the year and didn't miss a snap. He was in there his next time in, and I think he treats veterans a lot differently than he yep. treats rookie and second-year players. So, yeah, I obviously hate it. We've seen over recent weeks Pop Douglas is their most explosive playmaker. Uh, that's a wide receiver. So he has he fumbles once. I think – I think that's a learning experience enough. Like You don't need to pin him to the sideline. I'm pretty sure he felt bad about fumbling. So hopefully he doesn't do that with Bourne. Bourne's a veteran, so he probably won't in my mind. 
Uh, and then real quick, Ezekiel Elliott started slow. First three games or whatever, I was like, oh, boy, like this this might be weekend at Bernie style. But since then, overall, he's probably been better than Ramondre Stevenson. Yeah, definitely on the ground he's been better. Yeah. Um, he's got a higher yards per carry. I think both touchdowns the last two weeks, the yeah. Wildcat one in, in Oakland, uh, Las Vegas, and then this one were key. Um, again, the numbers aren't great, but I think Ezekiel Elliott is doing the job at, at the very least we expected. And they, they're almost perfectly split. It's like every game, 65% of the snaps are Stevenson, mm-hmm. 35% of the snaps are Ezekiel Elliott. Now he's finding the end zone. I think he's been really good. I thought his um, energy and, and whatever he brought when he arrived in training camp was really good, the way he presented himself. There was no air of arrogance or star power. Um, he seemed like he really fit in. Everybody seemed to like him yeah. immediately. I think he's done some, – there's some of those guys. Like Jabril Peppers is the perfect example. I think Jabril Peppers has been phenomenal. Oh, he's made some great plays. Yeah. Great plays, and now everybody's making a big deal that he was in the uh, the video with Slater. Like, he said something before Slater. And oh, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, he's going to be the captain next year. He's going to be doing those breakdowns in the locker room next Possible. year, that kind of thing. Um, but I would – Elliot, if you're going to pick some of the um, more consistently productive, positively productive Patriots, I think Ezekiel Elliott would be on that over yeah. the last month. Very good. All right, it is a Tier Tuesday. We normally do uh, something in the uh, NFL this week, though, as the NBA season tips off tonight. Celtics in action tomorrow against the Knicks. We're going to give you our power rankings in a tier system. So the NBA tiers are next. But right now, here is Stiz with What's Trending. Now, here's What's Trending on WEEI. Trending now, the Patriots have announced that they have released both quarterback Malik Cunningham and defensive lineman Trey Flowers. The team had the day off of practice today. They get ready to head to Hard Rock Stadium in Miami to face the Dolphins on Sunday. Quarterback Mac Jones was on with Jones and Mego earlier, asked about how one game doesn't define the team. Like I talked about, just sticking to the process and um, just trying to find ways to win. And um, it's doing the little things, um, doing the hard things, all that stuff, so... Definitely made some progress there and um, want to continue to grow in that matter. Like I said, one game doesn't define you, so just keep working. And um, I'll say that every week, you know, just keep working and trust the process. Again, Pat's Dolphins Sunday kickoff at 1 p.m. Bruins on the road tonight in Chicago, taking on the Blackhawks. Puck, puck drop at 8.30. Bruins are 5-0. and Their longest win streak to start a season is six games in the 1937-38 season. They could tie that record tonight. Celtics regular season begins tomorrow night. They'll be in New York to take on the Knicks tip-off at 7 p.m. And MLB playoffs, the Rangers go into the World Series for the third time in franchise history, first time since 2011. They beat the Astros last night 11-4 in Game 7 of the ALCS. The Diamondbacks tied up their NLCS series against the Phillies, beating them 5-1 in Philly last night. They'll be in Philadelphia again for Game 7, first pitch at 8.05. I'm Stiz, that's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Rich Keefe Show coming up. It's the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. WEEI. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. It's a Tier Tuesday on the Rich Keefe Show with Andy Hart, WEEI. And uh, normally we do something related to the NFL, whether it just be straight up the teams or coaches, skill position guys, what have you. But it is NBA opening night, so let's spend some time talking hoops, Hart, and we are going to tier 
all 30 teams. Hoops Heart. Hoops Heart is what they call them during the winter months. And uh, Celtics, of course, one of, if not the favorite to win the whole thing this year. So uh, how do we want to tear it up again? If you're new to the tiers, we like to create the tiers on the fly. It can, at times, lead to some dicey radio, admittedly. But... (laughs) That's kind of the theme of this. And then we will post these on Twitter and Instagram at Rich Keefe Show after the fact. And shockingly, they always make a ton of sense at the end. Yeah. yeah. The process can be muddy, but uh, I always like, I'm, I always stand by the tears at the end. All right. How do you want to start? Do you want to start by trying to define maybe the top end or the bottom tier and piling a bunch of teams in there first? So I want to name a tier. Yep. That I know exists. Yes, that's and that see helps. how many teams, <laughs> see how many teams you want to put in it because I think there are various teams that could be in it or above it. Okay. So, Chris Paul, Chris Paul. So because it never works, it doesn't work. He goes to a team. There's going to be some uh, per- permutation of a roster that people are like that roster is loaded and it never works. Could even be the Kyrie Irving, but I'm going to call it the Chris Paul no, because Chris Kyrie Paul, has a yeah. has a ring. So the Chris Paul roster is it also kind of the overrated team, right? Because Chris Paul himself is very overrated. Well, it ends up being overrated. It's a team you think is going to contend for a title that isn't going to contend for a title because it's not going to work. It's not going to fit. Well, can we put the Clippers there, or is that a different reason? Because the Clippers, no, I think there you could put the Clippers there. I, I think love you the could idea put the of Golden Sto- yeah. State Warriors there for this year because Chris Paul's on the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> that makes sense. Although the way we like, do is that going to work? Yeah, probably not. Chris the Paul. The Suns is that going to work? Ooh, because those are all legitimate potential contenders, correct? Durant. Uh, yeah, so the Clippers, I've liked the idea of them for multiple years now where I'm like, all right, f- uh, shame on me. Like Kawhi Leonard, Paul yeah. George is not going to work. Uh, they're going to get hurt, too. Like they're a big injury team. Yeah. And yeah. then they still have Russell Westbrook. I'm like, that's that's not the success. No, that will not work. Uh, Golden State. Is Curry just so good that he could figure it out? Even Like with Paul- he's Tom Brady. He'll make it yeah. work. Like, Curry might be that good still. Because he did it with Durant. Now, they were already good, so it's a little different. Because the Durant thing, for most of his stops, Durant has been in a Chris Paul tier. Oh, for sure Durant has. But, yeah, they won two titles there with him. And then the injuries and stuff affected the other. But, yeah, I don't like – I thought that was such a weird addition for them. And now you got Chris Paul on an offense that just jacks threes. Like, is that really the best thing for him? So, I'm good by putting them in in Chris Paul. So, Phoenix – a full year with Devin Booker, Bradley Beal, Kevin Durant. Mm-hmm. That's uh, pretty good. That yeah, no, a... it looks good. All of these look yeah. good on paper. Yep. The idea is they won't end up good. I kind of, I kind of like putting them all together. We could change the name if you want. Chris Paul? No, that's like, a is, pretty good. Is there team. any food that you think looks good and then you regret <laughs> eating it? Like in the old days, Taco Bell. I hope they're not a sponsor, but like the Taco Bell. Was I love it. Sort of... I like. I, I celebrate the entire menu. I I love Taco Bell. Yeah. I would love to have like Devonte Adams have a Taco Bell in my living room. I would eat so much Taco Bell. <laughs> Two would. locations even. Yeah. All right. So right now we have Chris Paul, and then we got the Clippers. We have the Warriors. And we have the Suns. Clippers, Warriors, Suns, Celtics. What? No. No. I'm just asking. It's no. a new team that's built this offseason. I think you have to ask the question at least about all the new star-driven teams. Yeah. The Celtics with Porzingis with Drew Holiday. Are one of those teams, but so I like. Now I think they're above it. I would put the Celtics above it as well. Okay, uh, a couple of reasons. One, like their main core of uh, Tatum and Brown 
have been to the finals before, and then the guy that you added has already won it. So it's not like you're adding a guy that hasn't, like a Bradley so, Beal or a Chris Paul. You're adding a guy that literally could be the missing piece. In fact, when he was the one guy added to the Bucks, they won it. So I think that they are certainly okay. in the tier above them. So we'll, can we call that hammer time? <laughs> if, if you want to call it hammer time, sure. Because they are too legit, too legit to quit. Hammer time it is. Okay. Is that one word or two? Probably two. One word. One word for hammer time? I think it's two. Uh, I'm thinking about the CD. Uh, all right. Anyway, uh, would Hammer you put, time. would you put the Bucks there, adding Damian Lillard? Yeah, yeah. I like. I, I'm going to be stunned if the Bucks aren't good. I'm not saying they're necessary. This isn't just to win a title, right? This is just well, it's the tiers. It's just so yeah, we're, okay. just, we're just tiering them. Yeah. So, so would, they are in the same tier yeah. with your Boston Celtics. They could have been consideration yeah. for Chris Paul because again, no one knows how Dame. Right. And Giannis are going to blend. They could be a Chris Paul, but I True. think they are hammer time. Uh, I would say the Nuggets obviously have to be on that top tier, too. Yeah. 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 No doubt. Because that's what you do. That's funny. They even have gold. a... You, you hammer it, right? You say, the little they, pick yeah. and hammer. I was going to say, they have the little uh, pickaxe on their yeah. logo. For so perfect. Sake. Hammer time. All right. So uh, who else? Now, where do you put my guy LeBron James and the Lakers? So I don't think they're hammer time, but I also don't think they're... Chris Paul because they haven't really made significant changes right like you could argue they're actually in the Chris Paul long term where AD and LeBron hasn't been this perfect pairing because of health no they won the one bubble title they uh (laughs) but they have those two guys back I mean LeBron is in year 21 he's insane so you got LeBron Anthony Davis they re-signed Austin Reeves who so we give them the Brady and Gronk tier Still got to respect them because they're Brady and Gronk, but you think they got to get old and not be able to do it. So, oh, I like it. That's a good right? tier. And the other, like, it's like Gronk's health, too. Gronk's health is similar Absolutely. to Anthony Davis's health. Absolutely. Oh, well, look at this. That's See, it bad. always works in the end. The uh, sausage looks funny, but it's a good sausage. Brady and Gronk. All right, so they would be the only one in that tier, I would imagine. Like, who else? Probably. Is there any Jimmy Butler there? Like, is he going to be around again? Like I'm not, I'm not. We write off Miami a lot, and then it seems like we probably shouldn't write them off. Because I think people they're being written off this year because everybody thought Dame Lillard was going to be on their team. That's and now true. He's not. There's something about them also, and that's even like the Belichick aspect of Spolstra, right? Yeah. Like you have him like put them in there. Away. I like that. All right, that, you, know, you talked me into it. Talk me into it. Heat and Lakers, Brady and Gronk tier. Um, so I feel like there's a tier of just like. Um, Young talent. I, I don't so know. So I not think there's a tier. Uh, I don't know if you want to call it like league pass. Like Oklahoma some, City. Yeah, but some teams, it's either a couple of young guys or it's just one where you're like, I don't care. I will watch. Like, So Victor Wembayama well, is yeah, the highlight definitely. of it. Absolutely. No, but there are other guys too. Like um, Chad Holmgren. Didn't he miss all of last year? Chad and now he's joining that young yes. roster. Like, Shane Gilders Alexander is a top 10 player. Yeah. So, yeah, there's something about just like uh, teams that you want to watch. I even think. It's funny enough that Damian Lillard leaves and Scoot Henderson is now on this Trailblazers team. And I'm like, I'm kind of interested in them. They got DeAndre Ayton in that trade to go with Jeremy Grant. They got Anthony Simons. I'm like, I kind of like the Blazers. They're not going to be very good. But if they're on the second game on TNT, I'll watch them. I'm going to make a prediction. All right. Unless they play the Celtics, I will not watch a Portland Trailblazers game all year. How often? see them play. But how often do you watch the second game of the TNT doubleheader? 
Uh, sometimes I turn it on. Okay. I usually fall asleep on the couch. Okay, fair enough. But, I, but if I, the if the Suns are playing the the Blazers and you can see Devin Booker and okay. Bradley Beal against Scoot Hunt, Henderson. Okay, maybe I spoke too soon. I'm telling maybe you. that game I would watch. So what do you want to call the tier that is you almost don't care if the team's good or bad. They have like one player that you really want to watch. Must see uh, TV. Uh, NBC Thursday nights in the 90s. Paul Brothers. <laughs> oh, do you think the Paul Brothers are must see? No, but I think a lot of people do. Like, they have created this weird, like, following. Yeah. Oh, what a letdown. Stan, did you watch that fight when uh, the, the, when the guy re- tried to DDT him? <laughs> yeah, was it Dylan Danis? Dylan Danis and Logan Paul. Dude, Dylan Danis was just like nonstop. And I don't even follow him on Twitter, but just the way, like, the whole it algorithm is, so, it was like you couldn't uh, avoid it. You couldn't avoid it. And the craziest part was the next day, Dylan was back on was there back as on. if you didn't like, take he got two punches. He didn't throw a punch. No, not one. But then, but Logan Paul didn't knock him out either. No, so yeah. Like, they, but it was a horrible fight. Yeah. But so, you're right. There is something can you about- catch me up on that? Was that the one that had the supposed video? of the supposed wife doing yes, the supposed yes. thing. Yep, yep. Yes. Was yep. that real? That no. was all part of the buildup. No. Oh. I don't believe so. No, that was video. a fake video. That was not That was a deep Nina. fake. Yeah. That was a fake. Oh, it was deep. <laughs> what is wrong with you? He walks the line. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? It's not 9 o'clock yet, Hardy. You gotta <laughs> I think relax he just that. got a snore from him, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 all right, so we'll call it Paul Brothers, which is actually kind of fun. It, it ties nicely with Chris Paul, which is two tiers above. Nice. But Paul Brothers... Uh, these are guys that you want to see. So I would definitely put the Spurs there. I would put the Mavericks there because of Luka. And Kyrie. Yeah, Kyrie true. is I mean, definitely a, a Paul show. brother type. Yeah. yeah, but that's that's the Paul brothers. Yeah. There's a side. You're not sure whether you're watching real entertainment or a sideshow, whatever, but you kind of just want to watch it. You're embarrassed. Um, What about Anthony Edwards with Minnesota? I'm a big fan of. Yeah, but they just... I don't like the really t- underachieved. I don't love the twin towers that they have, but I do like. Uh, yeah. You don't like my guy, Cat? Not really. I kind of like him. Yeah, I should. He just he feels like the guy. I who told you never why. I saw win. one game yeah, at the right. combine yeah, right. in Indy, and he hit like thirteen threes yeah. in the first half. Yeah, fell in love. Oh, we're by the way, we don't have Philly in a tier yet. Um, Joel Embiid, James Harden's back. Is he? Well, yeah. James Harden well, he hasn't. On the team. You know, he's on the team, but right. is he back? I mean, he's. I think he's got on the a roster. I think he's got to play, doesn't he? I don't know if he has to. Yeah. Um, uh, I can't do it alone. What did he say at the end of last year? <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, yeah, yeah. Send help. Uh, just that's not a bad tier, though. Send How help. about uh, who sings? Never gonna get it. Never gonna get it. <laughs> I don't know. You don't? No, dude. You know I'm not, talking about though. I'm not a music guy. It was like a '90s girl group, En Vogue, maybe. Or oh, it was En Vogue. Never gonna get it. Never yeah. gonna get it. Yeah, I think that's the En Vogue uh, category. En Vogue. All right, I'll go with En Vogue. See, I actually think. Why? I actually think Dallas should be in there. I'm not sure anybody now. You need to see Dallas. Ah, but Luca's like the, one of the five best players in the league. Yeah, that's fine. All right, okay. Is so Embiid one of the five best players in the league or ten? And uh, is Embiid? Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. So that's the En Vogue group. Like it's never gonna work. Never gonna get it. Never gonna get it. Yeah, En Vogue's one where you definitely need to be tuning into the uh, podcast if you missed it because you're gonna see that. And be like, oh, they're not En Vogue. They're like, well, En Vogue. The- 
No, it's a totally different thing. This is why we do this. That's right. All right, so En Vogue means they're never going to get it. So that would be the Sixers. That would be the Mavericks. Yep. That would be um, hmm. the Bulls. Yeah, what are the Bulls doing? The Bulls are nothing. The Bulls are just Zach Levine again and DeRozan, right? Yeah. There's not much there. Uh, oh, what should the bottom, bottom tier be? That's probably like... Where's uh, <laughs> no Wembyama this year? Last year we had Wembyama watch. Yeah, it's like, there, there's no generational lottery pick, right? No, I don't uh, think so. I don't. I don't. I don't think so. Bad year to be bad or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is not not your year. I don't. I don't think there's a consensus. It's like one of those drafts where no. there's not like a guy, and that means there's good players, yeah. but they'll go sprinkled from one to thirteen. They yeah. won't. Go one, two, and three, or whatever. No, that's true. Bad year to be bad. Yeah, yeah. Just go with that. Bad year to be bad. So we have, I would say, the Orlando Magic are terrible. Yep. The Wizards are real bad. Yep. Let's see, Pistons real bad. Rockets. You know they signed Fred Van Fleet. I'm not really sure why. I'm Horrible. Not sure that's going to put him over the top. <laughs> no, you know that may that may not do it. Uh, we still got a pile of teams here. Well, we have the the like the middling teams. Like, what do you think of Charlotte? Is Ball going to be? Yeah, not much. I don't know. Yeah, not much. Um, we, we haven't done. I I kind of like Oklahoma City. Okay, I so think yeah, we need I, a group of those young. Like, isn't Cleveland in that same group with Oklahoma City? Whatever we name it. Aren't they a young team that could surprise? Uh, you mean the San Antonio one, the Paul brothers? No. Wait, which one? I want like a young developing team that's going to surprise category. Um. Okay. I'm good and with I that. Think, I think Oklahoma City is one of those teams. I think they're going to be good. I like Oklahoma City. I think I that's think a good one. I think they're going to be a playoff team. They're going to be like fun to watch. I think you'll they'll have a little buzz about them. So would you put them below Brady and Gronk where we have the Lakers and the Heat right now? Yes. Uh, but then above all the other crap teams that we yeah, just mentioned. Yeah, and if teams like the Lakers and the Heat fall off, these teams will pass them up. So all right, perfect. So let me, I got two I'll, I'll throw at you right now. The New York Knicks. Okay. And the Cleveland Cavaliers. I'd the put, Cavaliers I would definitely put in there. Yeah. You'd put the Knicks. Yeah, put the Knicks in there. I think My the guy, Knicks, are, like, I didn't think they were going to be great. Yeah, I, I didn't think they were going to be great. But, like, Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle. Yeah, have, uh, have been I solid. I love always watching Julius Randle play. No, neither do I. But he's been all NBA the last two years yeah, somehow, some way. It's crazy. Uh, Brooklyn Nets aren't in a tier yet. They're not good in it. Because remember they were good after they blew it up? So did you see that video that was making the rounds of Ben Simmons drilling threes? No. Yeah. I don't or know it if it's fake? Photoshopped. Kind of like it that other video we were talking about. <laughs> it's a Logan Paul video, for God's yeah, sake. Yeah, you can put anything on the internet and make but, it look real. I mean, I like Bridges. Bridges is a good player. Uh, it's kind of about it. And it's it's you're going to be kind of watching Ben Simmons like it's a uh, so you don't believe curiosity. they're in that. You don't believe they're in that group. Then they're not could surprise kind of team. No, are they in the the bad year to be bad? Ooh, are they that bad? I feel like. They're not. Oh, where's New Orleans? Where's uh, my Pelicans? Where do you want to put the Pelicans? I, I don't. I kind of like the Pelicans. Oh, oh. So they should be Paul brothers then. Uh, they're either Paul brothers or. I kind of the... like them because if like Zion never is healthy, but if you have Zion, Brandon Ingram, and CJ McCollum, like I think that could be a playoff team. Yeah. Will they be healthy? No. Do we do we need a category for health or is that just them? Oh, is that Chris Paul? 
Mm. They're not all the way up that high, are they? No, they're not that yeah. high. I'd put them with Paul Brothers then. Zion's kind of... Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Zion, okay. Zion is a guy that like I will Yeah. Yeah. When he's blowing out his shoe and like just he's fat like me, but he can yeah, sky. Definitely. Like I'm, putting, I'm putting... I'm not fat the... anymore, though. Thanks no, no. Wake fair enough. Good point. It's actually true. I've lost weight. I'm putting Minnesota. Yeah, no, because it works. <laughs> no, I've lost weight since I've gone on my maintenance program, which tells you it really works. They're damn right. All right, so I'm putting Minnesota on the same tier as New Orleans and San Antonio. I would also argue, even though they might be a better team, the Sacramento Kings, De'Aaron Fox and Sabonis, those guys are both real good. And they were so, they were one of the yeah. surprises from a year ago. Or would you actually, you know what, put them up on the... Uh, Put the Kings up with the Knicks, Cavs, and Thunder. Yeah, I was going to say, they're one of those teams that if a, the Heat... And yeah, what the, we call that tier? I don't, know if we I don't think we named it. Okay, got it. There's a placeholder. Let's go. Get control of this. Uh, all right, we still have... Uh, we'll leave that uh, blank for right now because we still have the Nets, Raptors, Jazz, Blazers, Grizzlies, Hornets, Hawks, Pacers. How many teams are in this league? <laughs> still 30. What the hell did you spend all this time still on? Still 30. So overrated teams, the Jazz. I think they're overrated. Okay. I don't think I don't think they're good. All right, we'll put them in uh, in vogue. Like never gonna get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Never gonna get it. Ooh, what about the Grizzlies? Like John Morant starting the year suspended. They just got Marcus Smart. Although when John Morant's playing, he probably is Paul Brothers. At, at the very least. Yeah, they're a pretty good team. What were they, what were they seated last year? Uh. Were they, they near seated? the top of the Western Conference? Yeah, they might have been. So you put them even higher. Yeah, probably. I feel like they're in with um, Lakers. Ooh, Brady and Gronk. No, in a different sense. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense. It doesn't. It doesn't always. <laughs> we got like two tiers going on here at the same time. <laughs> it's sort of like how we view these teams, but also it's like a de facto power ranking as well. Right. Yeah. But yeah. like, they're a legitimate, you know, conference type contender, aren't they? Uh. Yeah, like when he gets help, when he gets off suspension, well, Marcus right. Smart is you know a more stable version of that defensive crazy leader guy. Yeah, or do you put him all the way up with Chris Paul being like, all right, it's probably not going to work, but uh, I suppose well, no, it could. like, and we almost have like singular star teams. Yeah, like John Morant, Trey Young. Yeah, like where where's where's Atlanta? They're untiered thus far. What are you doing? Let's go. All right, them. I'll put them with the Paul brothers. Yeah, because I like Trey Young. So we're leaving Memphis and Paul brothers. Or we're putting them out to Chris Paul. I oh. think Memphis should be. They have that weird looking coach too. Yeah, he's like too stocky. Yeah. <laughs> um, put him up. Put him up with uh, the Suns and the Warriors and the Clippers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good with that. All right, what about the Nets? The Nets, I think they're bad. Bad year to be bad. Yeah, I don't think they're good. Raptors, I think they might suck, too. I think they're bad. I think they're, they're bad. definitely yeah. bad. Blazers, I'm, I am I want to make the argument to put them with Paul Brothers. I'm big on Scoot Henderson. And if we you have Victor wherever where you want. All right, I'm putting them there. I Hornets, think they're going to stink. Hornets, you wanted to put with... The Hornets suck, actually. Hornets uh, suck. It's just LaMelo Ball. So uh, they're either Paul Brothers or bad year to be bad. Go Paul Brothers. They still Go Paul Brothers. They still start or Terry Rozier. Ball Brothers. <laughs> All right, and the Pacers, lastly, who do have Tyrese Halliburton, who I like very much, and your guy Miles Turner, who you've loved forever, is still do there. They still have they Miles still Turner. They still have Miles Turner. like he's been there forever. Yeah, he really has. They he have Halliburton. They got, who else they got? They Obi Toppin. Just, 
yeah. very mediocre. They are very mediocre. They are just, they're not going up. No. They're not going down. You can put that they're a broken elevator. Bad again. They're a broken elevator. I just made a new tier. All right, no, we need a tier, though, for uh, Thunder, Cavs, Knicks, and Kings. They're, like, in the middle tier. We like those teams. They have the they have the chance to take off, maybe, if somebody above them falls. So what would that be? They are up. Next man up? No, just up. Up. Yeah, like, like the movie. Like the sad movie. With the balloons. Yeah. Sad movie. I like that movie. All right, there you go. You're going to want to uh, hit We landed up. that. Yep. Plain like professionals. That would be uh, at Rich Keefe Show on Twitter and Instagram. It'll be up uh, momentarily. You can check out those tiers. Agree? Up Disagree? Is one of the tiers. Or are you just confused? Uh, we also have some Red Sox news to get to. Believe yes, it or not, breaking there, news. there might be a man for the job after all. So we'll get to that. It's the Rich Keefe Show with Andy Hart here on WEI. It's the Rich Keefe Show on WEEI. WEEI. Watch us, love us. Just follow WEEI on Twitch. Back here at the Rich Keefe Show, WEEI. Andy Hart here on this Tuesday night. You can join the show, 617-779-7937. If you miss any of the show... Especially if you joined us mid-tier Tuesday, you're going to want to check out the podcast, The Rich Keefe Show, on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll also put out there on Twitter and Instagram shortly the uh, the NBA tiers for the season, which is underway. Celtics will tip things off tomorrow. Uh, after Hart, I think a dozen people, no joke, said no thanks to the uh, Red Sox front office job. Alex Spear saying the Red Sox have offered Craig Breslow the job as head of baseball operations. His name was out there last week. Of course, former Red Sox pitcher has spent the last several years with the Chicago Cubs in a few different roles, uh, really focused on the pitching. But also I love. Yeah, very president of pitching. He was referred to. And I think that original athletic story, um, because what was that about a week ago? That he was sort of emerging as the uh, so. lead candidate, yep. and reading up on that and and what he's been doing for them. If if I'm going to bring in a guy with an expertise, I've said it like pitching, because mm-hmm. if you are good at finding, cultivating, developing, whatever pitching, I feel like it's more than half the game. Because mm-hmm. I feel like hitters are always available. You can always make a trade for a bat or sign a bat, but pitching can be. Uh, a little bit elusive for a lot of teams. So I like it. Now, it doesn't look great, obviously, when you have so many people who aren't interested and they're like, nobody wanted yeah, it. I'd have to move my family, and we're pretty comfortable. Like, you're the Red Sox. Like, running the Red Sox, or? You're not the Red Sox anymore. Or are you not really running it? That's how I look that. at it. Or you could run it for two years, and then they'll ask you to not run it anymore. So it's all it, those things, probably. Yeah. It may be not the same lore as it was before, but it's also... Uh, you may not really be in charge because I don't think you get to choose the manager. My hunch no. tells me the manager's here. And, oh, by the way, the manager might have more to say with player moves than you. Like, you're going to have to deal with the day-to-day. You're going to have to sign a few, you know, you know, fill out the roster, fill out the minor leagues. But if the uh, the manager wants a new starter or the manager wants a new bullpen arm, uh, you have to go get it for him. So I'm. You, you said you think the manager is here. I, I don't know if you have it uh, queued up anywhere in that fancy uh, news boss thing. But he he didn't. He made it clear he's here. Um, in in a lot of words that all said the same thing. Uh, 
Yeah. No, I don't know if I have that. Let's I'll see. Oh, I'm here. I'm, uh, I'm back. Oh, I'm here. No, no, no. I'm back. I'll be here. Don't you worry about it. I'll be here. Yeah, no. He for sure uh, was very, very confident yes. in his... You inherited a manager. You have a manager. You also have a manager who might be eyeing your job the next time your job comes available or or you get pushed out the door. Yeah, and you're and that is probably very likely to happen. This is not a job that people have for very long. Look at the last couple, including a Lou guy. Lou Gorman stuck around for a while. True. Dave Dombrowski, who won a World won Series, and did gone. not. He won the World Series in yeah. 2018, and then he was on a new team in 2020. So that's a great question. Like, if you were advising Craig Breslow, like, how do you go about keeping your job for the long term? Like, for example, Brian Cashman has been with the Yankees for 20-something yeah. years now. Yeah. How I would advise him to win. I don't know. Dombrowski won. I would No, okay. I'm not done. I would advise him to win. Okay. I would advise him to do it on a budget where it's like, hey, we do spend some money. We don't spend as much as some of the teams. We are, we're obviously going to spend way more than those bottom teams. But we can't commit to these massive, massive contracts all the time. And we have to continue to have a good farm system where we have a pipeline of good players coming in. It's what every team okay. wants to do. Like, but yeah. it's, And it's very hard to do. Yeah, it's, it's nearly like impossible. be good at everything. Yeah. If you're building a football team, well, I want to be really good on offense, on defense, at quarterback, at receiver. Like, you can't be good at everything. But you, so this you is a job where you would think all candidates would be interested. Like... They got Dave Dombrowski. Dave Dombrowski had done it before. He had built really good teams before. He had been in Major League Baseball for a really long time, right? So they went from Theo to Charrington, who was, you know, here under Theo, and then mm-hmm. they went to Dave Dombrowski. And then after Dave Dombrowski, they really went in a different direction. Went with a young guy out of Yale, which is also yeah, a Craig Breslow is. Yeah. That's where they went, straight down. They like went straight to the toilet. They went straight to the toilet. But this is a guy that is the uh, a former player. They haven't gone that route in forever. So... And young. How old is he? He's 43. That's pretty young. It is. Uh, not as young as Not Theo Bloom. young. Not Theo or Bloom young. Right, but pretty young yeah. for, like, not Dombrowski, not an aged baseball, li- well, he's but, a baseball lifer. But. Yeah, yeah. But these are also the guys that would be willing to take the job, which, you know, Sam Fold's name got Is he the only one? Kind of feels like it, doesn't it? I mean, the... the um, Was it Kim Eddie Romero Ng. who's still Kim here? Kim Ng, I wanted. And she's she, unemployed, correct? She didn't want the job, right? Yeah, she, she's she, unemployed. Yeah, I know. She doesn't have a job, yep. and she wanted no part of it. Like, uh, there, there's definitely that. That has to be a concern. And so, I mean, sometimes this works. This happens in other places where coaches, GMs, whatever, you get, like, your fourth choice, your fifth choice, and then you look back on it and say, well, that really worked out. We, we're a good team, yeah. plus stability, whatever. And maybe it will work out, but... It's not a great look for the Boston Red Sox to seemingly be taking the only guy who really wants the yeah, job. Yeah, that's been like Breslow might be great at it, but that really is the big takeaway from the whole thing is just nobody wanted the job. And you had to go to somebody who's only been in a front office for four years. And the nobody wanting the job is interesting because on paper, there's some reason to say you should want the job. They're a team that has supposedly rebuilt their farm system. So there's some young talent coming. They're a team that has some contracts coming off the books that there is an expectation you're going to have money to spend, right? And you're the Boston Red Sox. Like, there are certain things that should be alluring to this. Oh, wait, we have young players coming? Oh, and we're going to spend money? I should be able to turn this into a winner very quickly. You would think so. I do like the fact that he was 
working with Theo Epstein, much like I like the idea that Sam Fold was working with Dave Dombrowski. I was like, all right, maybe they learned something from those guys. Those are two guys that I would like back here. Yeah. And so maybe there is a little bit of that. But, yeah, he has not been in the front office for very long compared to some of these other candidates that you're hearing their names. You're like, oh, my God, they've been in baseball forever. Not the case. So Breslow fits the criteria of a guy who's probably thinking, all right, I don't really need full control, and yet it's still a promotion from where I was. So even if things don't go great, I was still – I don't know what title they're going to give him. It feels like there's a new title every year. So right. Right like they, whatever, head of baseball ops is what Breslow is going to be. So you can add that to the conversation. We get back to your Patriots calls as well. News Ooh, of the day. Positive Patriots. Wow. Positive Patriots. Right. Malik Cunningham cut. That won't be hey. part of the segment. I'm just mentioning that here. Yeah, get that out of the way. But if people want to work something else in. But, yeah, uh, our Tuesday night standard positive Patriots segment comes your way next year on WEEI.